as mothers and business owners, it can be easy to believe that balance is some kind of myth. But if you've listened to this podcast before, you know I call BS on that. Balance between your business and your family life absolutely is possible. And don't let anyone ever tell you that you have to choose it between that balance and your bank balance. We do not subscribe to that shit around here. Nope. <laughs> so I'm here throughout April to talk about what is really required to create an elevated life and business. One in which joy and easefulness and abundance and of course, yes, balance are the norm. And here's the thing. We need systems to create balance. But I have a confession for you. There have been times previously in my business when I have really resisted systems. I didn't want to dampen my creativity. I wanted everything to be flowy and flexible and free. <laughs> but the truth that I came to realize is that the balance and the freedom and the creativity that I so craved, yeah, they're not stifled by having systems in place, but created by them. Structure and systems and boundaries, these are the tools that we use, my love, to create freedom. So on today's show, I'm bringing in a secret weapon, my pal Katrina. She's a straight up systems genius, the kind who can look at your business and say, oh, change this over here and poof, just like that, business and money making and life just got a whole lot easier. Yes, she's that good. She's here to chat with me about the exact systems that you need as a mum and a business owner if you want to end the overwhelm and create true balance while your bank balance flourishes. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Cory Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us, one in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle, and sacrifice, ew, <laughs> and instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com, money mindset expert and success coach for mothers with online businesses. How are you doing, my love? Did you have a great Easter? If you celebrate Easter, did you have a good Easter break or spring break if your kids were doing that? Or otherwise, how were your last couple of weeks? Good, I hope. <laughs> um, I've been having a great time. My daughter has been off school for the last couple of weeks. Um, and so it's interesting that we're talking about balance because balance has been very much at the top of my mind in my life and business. Um, I was thinking about this just this morning because as, I, as I'm recording this, actually, I'm still in the Easter holidays and how I've changed and my business has changed, you know, during the course of me starting this business and getting to the point that I'm at now and I'm about four and a half years in at this point. Um, and of I mean, of course, it's changed, but I mean, with respect to balance, so I've enjoyed balance from like a time aspect 
throughout from day dot because it was just a non-negotiable for me from the outset. But something that's also changed and evolved that I'm so grateful for over time, and this is the thing that I was thinking about, is, um, and you might have heard me talk about before, that balance isn't just um, like a neat parceling out of hours. And we're actually going to even talk about this a little on today's show. It's a feeling, really. But the feeling of balance has expanded and grown and evolved over time. And in particular around the school holidays. So here in the UK and where my daughter is at school, we have a school break every six weeks. So every six weeks, like clockwork, there is a break for uh, either a week or two weeks or sometimes six weeks. And that's just how we roll here. And if you're in the UK, you're like, I know, you don't need to explain this to me. (laughs) But the reason why I'm saying that is because for the first couple of years of my business, I really kind of fought against that. And I kind of really railed against it. And I always felt like uh, frustrated. I was like, oh, I just felt like I was getting momentum because a six week stint isn't actually that long especially if it takes you a little bit of while to gain momentum after a break. I used to feel like, oh, I was just getting that momentum. And then now it's tailing off again. Now I have to down tools again. And I was, you know, it's not really nice to admit because we all want to believe that spending downtime with our kids is the thing we always want the most. But uh, hey, I'll I'll do it. I'll go ahead and admit that there were times when I was like, oh, I wish the school year would just like run all year round and have kind of quite like miserly thoughts about it. Um, I don't know if that's the right word, but we'll go with it. You know what I mean. You might have been there. Maybe you resonate. Um, And I used to kind of feel frustrated and like my rhythm was broken every six weeks. And I'm in a completely different place and enjoy a kind of up-leveled and elevated sense of balance now as a result because I just don't rail against that rhythm anymore. It's a rhythm I don't dictate and actually I now embrace it. I embrace the cadence of these kind of six weeks and then a break cycles and I just throw myself into the energy of them either way um, without efforting because, you know, throwing. I always just feel like I need to say that because I talk about throwing myself into something. It's never, <laughs> it's never on an action front. It's always on an energetic front. Um, but I just really embrace and absorb for the main part, you know, sometimes I am still human. And for example, when I found out that there was an additional day tagged onto the end of this two weeks, I was like, really? That's my day. That's my me day. So I will own up to that. Um, but that was just that one day piece. But really, I just actually now see how when I have embraced this cadence in my business, it's actually really served my business rather than hindered it. And I think that's just kind of something that we can consider is that do we have any limiting beliefs around the kind of impacts of motherhood on how we're operating? And that was a limiting belief for me. I felt like the school holidays or the school structure to the academic year was limiting me. And instead, I got rid of that belief and worked on how can this actually benefit me and my business. And since then, I haven't looked back on that front. And I really do find that it really does help my business to have a change of pace every six weeks, to not be either working at all or working very much for a period of time every six weeks. It just 
actually has really fueled my energy levels and meant that we've built my business in such a way that is sustainable regardless of whether I'm in or out, whether I'm in holiday mode or in more of a work mode. Um, And that's what I really like to just kind of like share with you from a personal experience before we even get into today's show today. It's just, it was just thinking about it because I feel so differently about the school holidays now. I just really like love them as much as I always wanted to love them, but couldn't quite love them previously in like the first year in particular of my business, if I'm being totally honest. And you know, that's just how I am. (laughs) So, um, If you're not there yet, if you still feel like you can't quite gain momentum in your business because you feel like you're forever downing tools, I mean, there is something to be said around boundaries and asking for what we need. And, you know, there's a whole conversation there. But I also just want to propose to you that if you don't experience it yet, there is a way to embrace whatever cadence or schedule your children, their lives kind of dictates to a certain extent and and go with it and see it as a source of good in your business and not something that in any way dictates or shapes the type of results that are available to you or limits them in any way. So that's just my thoughts on that. Speaking of creating balance and money and doing it all at the same time, um, we are within straight up sniffing distance of flinging the doors open officially on the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. If you're on the email waitlist, my love, and you haven't yet booked your discovery call with me, you will have received an invitation. Um, Do that. If you haven't booked your chat with me about joining, I would say run, don't walk over there and get that done. Because once we fling open the doors um, officially and just let anybody go ahead and book a discovery call with me, my calendar will fill up fast and I'm only, you know, one person with a finite number of calls that I'm going to be opening up during that doors open period. So if you're on the email waitlist and you haven't done that, I would actually just pause this right now. Go to that invitation in your inbox from me. Get your discovery call for the Elevated Abundance Mastermind booked in straight away. I, you know, if you want to, <laughs> to use a cliche phrase, avoid disappointment. Um, and if you're like, wait, what people are getting to book discovery calls? Yes, they are if they're on the email waitlist, my love. And you should be there too. It's not too late to get on the email waitlist and receive an invitation from me. Um, head over to to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. The reason we will operate on um, a wait, an email waitlist basis is just to help to stagger the demand so that my I don't get these kind of massive gluts all the time of appointments in my calendar. It helps us to kind of spread them out and, you know, in, invite people on a staged basis. So that's that's why we roll in this way. Um, but yeah, if you want to find out all the juicy details about what it's like to work with me inside of this amazing, if I say so myself, container that is designed specifically to get you to those first 5k or 10k months and then make them consistent all while, yes, that's right, creating balance. It's what we do inside of there. We make that dream your reality. Head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. Um, And the other thing that I just want to update you on is that um, I am doing two Facebook Lives next week. So because of the Easter break, I I did one, one evening and then took a break. And then I'm actually bringing you two, not one, but two Facebook Lives this week. So on the 27th of April, I am going live inside of our community, Limitless Mothers, over on Facebook at 10 a.m. with Tonya, 
who you met in our last episode. And today's guest, who I'm going to talk to you about in just a second, will be joining me on the 28th of April at 8 p.m. So come and hang out with us live. Bring your questions. Um, We'll get into some juicy topics over there. And actually, let's just stick on that topic. So today, you're going to meet, unsurprisingly perhaps, my other now not-so-secret weapon, Katrina. So Katrina and I are really breaking down balance practically on today's show, which I absolutely love. And the thing that I think you're going to really enjoy about Katrina and this conversation and this episode in particular is that she and I both have a very similar outlook. We have different skill sets, different experience, which is why I'm bringing her into the Elevated Abundance Mastermind, just to expand and extend the kind of support that we can provide. But we both have a similar outlook in terms of we believe that your business needs to work for you and your personal circumstances and your preferences, and that it should be very tailored to that. There's no kind of cookie-cutter strategies or anything like that around here. So I think you're going to really enjoy what she's got to say um, on that front. But also the thing that I think you're going to really take away from today's episode um, with Katrina is that balance doesn't have to be this kind of like nebulous thing. It can feel a little bit like a kind of wafty, (laughs) shapeless kind of thing that we're trying to grasp for or either that or we can just become obsessed with actual hour counting and kind of like neither approach really is the thing that creates true balance. But the thing is, is the way that we're talking about balance today is it's not some airy-fairy concept. We're bringing it right down to systems. And when I say systems, yes, some of those might be automated, but some of them are just kind of this is the way that this is done, or some of it is actually, you know, really relating to boundaries. We'll get into Katrina kind of share all of her genius on that for you in just a second. But what we're doing is, is we're bringing down a concept like balance, which can either seem out of reach or can seem like this big, you know, unwieldy topic that you don't really know where to start, like some sort of mythical creature you've never actually seen or glimpsed. Um, and we're actually bringing it down to some practicalities, things that you can be doing in your business, like starting today, which actually will make a massive difference to the type of balance that you're enjoying in your business. So when you decide that actually I'm going to choose to believe that balance is in fact available to me as a mother and a business owner and you decide that you're going to set an intention to go about creating it, then the practicalities can really open up from there. And so that's what I'm bringing to you today. You get to basically listen in on a a conversation between Katrina and I and where we really unpack the practical things that are required in a business to be creating and enjoying balance and to be creating a sustainable business with intention. We talk about this kind of like layered approach that she and I both believe in very strongly with regards to business. It's not about trying to do everything at once. It's about creating the next layer with intention that goes and enhances and supports balance before adding the next one in. And ultimately, over time, you're growing a business which is sustainable for the long term, but you're growing a business that supports you, not the other way around. And that's really one aspect of the def- this definition of, of business of balance for us as mothers and business owners. It's this feeling that we can get out from under our business 
business. If you've ever been there, you know exactly what that feels like, where you feel like you're the one propping your business up. And certainly in the earlier days of my business, like I was describing just now, um, when I was kind of railing against the cadence of the school year, it was because I felt like I was the one propping my business up. And as soon as I stepped sideways, everything came to a grinding halt. That does not have to be the reality. And, And that's the truth that I'm living with my business today. And so that's really the outcome that we're talking about here. We get to enjoy balance on an increasing level, but also whilst we're doing that, be shaping our businesses in such a way so that we can take time out without things slowing, so that we can step away from the business mentally, not just on a scheduled kind of like time off basis, but mentally feeling good about shutting the laptop at the end of the day or taking that impromptu day off and knowing that the money is still coming in, knowing that things are still rolling, knowing that things aren't grinding to a halt. So that's why I'm really excited about this because I feel really strongly about, you know, women creating businesses in this way. I know that there's too much out there that feeds the kind of like hustle and struggle culture and it's very toxic. (laughs) And really what we're talking about is having a business that holds you, having a business that supports you, that holds you up and makes your life better, not something that you're constantly propping up and just pouring your energy into without receiving back. And actually, really, I feel like it's a kind of a feminine energy switch here that we're talking about in terms of a switch in thinking. It's building this in a very beautiful way so that it's almost like building this comfortable bed that you get to lay on, (laughs) ultimately, because when you're being supported, um, And that can be a beautiful, open, feminine energy to relax into. So anyway, we'll get to all of that good stuff when we get Katrina in here. But let me just tell you a little bit about Katrina first and why I had to bring her not just onto the show, but also into the Elevated Abundance Mastermind as one of our support coach guest experts. So like I was mentioning last week, um, I really wanted to expand and diversify the type of support that's on offer inside of the mastermind. So I was thinking about how I can upgrade and up-level the experience in there so that we can support our clients even more highly and ultimately help you get results that much quicker. And I really wanted women who were going to enhance the support that I'm already offering. So it's not about offering the same. It's about adding in additional types of support, adding in additional gifts and expertise and zones of genius. And so both Katrina and Tonya, who we chatted with last week, share very similar values to me and have very similar views on what's possible for us as mothers and business owners. And they also both walk the talk. They both created their own very successful businesses, which give them the joy and balance and freedom and money that many of my clients who first come to work with me are looking to create. So that's a beautiful thing because they have direct experience there. But the other thing that I think is so marvelous is that they have very different gifts, very different skill sets, very different experiences, which means that they're going to be really just enriching the experience inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind so perfectly. Um, And together, we can help our clients feel even more supported than before and ultimately make their dreams come true quicker. Just saying. So let's talk about Katrina and why she's such a badass and why you're going to want to grab a notebook and pen and really jot down some of the golden nuggets she's going to be dropping on today's episode. So first up, Katrina is a digital nomad, which means that she's created the kind of ultimate financial freedom and business flexibility for herself. So she doesn't just teach and coach on creating these things. She's straight up living it. Um, But also Katrina's zone of genius is unearthing blind spots. And this is the thing that I love. 
the thing she's really great at identifying and really honing in on what it is that's keeping you stuck or keeping your business small and then leveraging systems and support and fostering innovation in your business model and how you serve. So said another way, Katrina, like me, does not, as you'll hear in today's episode, believe in rules or cookie cutter strategies. She believes in helping you find the right solution for you and your business. What else can I tell you about her? Well, she is a former architect, which I'm a bit obsessed with because I'm kind of like a amateur geek on architecture. <laughs> um, she's an architect turned entrepreneur and coach, and she's now living currently as a nomad in Latin America, which is really cool, and helping others build their independent businesses to fuel a life of freedom. She's an introvert, a cat lover, a total architecture geek who takes more photos of buildings than people. I don't know, we're talking about taking photos of doors everywhere we go. We share a passion for that. Um, and she used to run a multi six-figure business with two physical locations before she decided to sell everything she owns via Facebook and live the laptop lifestyle. So now we have the privilege of her laser-sharp brain shining on the ways that you can bring more easefulness into your business and a whole making money thing as our resident expert and support coach, like I said. So let's get stuck into this conversation. And like I said, definitely grab a pen because she really brings it. Yay. Thanks for joining me today for this conversation, Katrina. So, so excited to talk about some of my favorite things in business. Yay. Yes. Oh my goodness. I can't wait to get into this. It's a juicy subject. Okay. So let's just start by talking about where you and I see business owners, the type of business owners that we're working with here. So mums with businesses, where we see them at when they're finding balance is the thing that they are most craving, but they are most struggling with. Like, what does that like present like? What do you see going on? Yeah, I think it's it's one of those sort of catch 22s is by the time you've built some success and you've sort of DIY'd stuff and made things happen on your own as a new entrepreneur and starting to have, you know, a little bit of more of what you want, you find you find yourself in a place where you're still doing all the things and your capacity feels very, very, very crunched because you're still doing things the same way you did when you were learning or when you were yes. starting. Yeah. And I think it's it's such the hard thing to take the time to pause and shift gears or think intentionally about where do you have opportunities to streamline? Where do you have opportunities to make your life easier and simpler? Because it takes extra time to make the systems and to make the processes and the document, the things when we get into such a habit of like, just right now, it's just easy to do it right now. Let me just, let me just get this done. We're just wired to work, especially busy women, busy moms, juggling all the things. Like we're so wired to just like handle it. that I think that backs us potentially into a corner and, and can cause a real real sort of capacity and balance sort of trap a little bit at that like first stages of success in business when, oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. feel as spacious as I wanted it to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I totally agree with what you're saying there. And I think that's one of the things that I love about you is you've got that ability to kind of like zoom out and see the big picture for people. Whereas when we're in it, whether we're in the actual building phase of business or in the phase where things are starting to pick up and get busy. It's so easy just to be in the weeds, isn't it? And totally. And to not be able to see how balance could even be possible. Um, I'd love you to also just talk about, do you see um, it showing up for women even kind of like earlier than that too? Because 
I mean, for example, um, what I'll just share with you is I had a call with somebody recently and she was um, asking me about coming into the mastermind and she's very early stages of business and she said to me, and I called her out on this, <laughs> she said, oh, well, you know, actually at first, even though I want to be working, I think ideally like 20 or 25 hours was what she said. She goes, but I do have more time than that. So I know because it's the beginning of my business, I should probably really be doing extra hours just to get things going. What's your, yeah. what's your opinion on that and how that uh, then feeds kind of balance? <laughs> it's, such a, it's such a trap we fall into. But I think culturally we're also conditioned to do this. Like there's still a lot of carryovers from hustle culture, from like must work hard, from just sacrifice for two years now so you can live in two years like most people can't. Like there's these quotes that get tossed around about essentially just putting your nose to the grindstone, right? And here's here's the the thing. There's no magical button that says as soon as you get to a certain level of income, a certain number of clients, a certain X, that like all of a sudden the way you've been doing things will just shift. Like that's actually super illogical when you step back and look at it. So if we've been working 40, 50 hours a week to get to a certain place, it's not like all of a sudden you'll not need to do 20 of those hours because you you've built that into how your business runs essentially yes. accidentally. Yeah. And I think that's a super tough, tough spot to get into because we think, Oh, I have extra time. No big deal. I'll just do a little more now. Again, it's that like, I'll just, I'll just make it, I'll just handle it culture that we as women, especially we're, we're, we're makers of things that happen. And I think that's a beautiful skill, but I, I'm a big believer of the quote begin with the end in mind mm, I love and, that. and, and really try to build a business that fits into your ideal schedule because you know, here's, here's a beautiful analogy. Like if, I'll go to the house cleaning analogy, which we probably talked about in many aspects of business, right? <laughs> but if you have a month to clean your house, it'll take a month. If you have a day to clean your house, it'll take a day. If you have an hour before suddenly the in-laws are coming over, it'll take you an hour. And we are geniuses at compressing time and making things magically efficient when we give ourselves those boundaries. And so I'm a huge believer of if you only have ideally 20, 25 hours, 15 hours a week to work because of your other commitments and your personal life goals, build your business within that 15, 20, 25 hour limit so that by the time you're at success, you already have exactly what you need and it'll force those sort of constraints upon you to get innovative, to yes. make discerning decisions, to be motivated to build some systems or other tools or be resourced and find support earlier in the business that allows you to have that eventual goal business that you want. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think, I mean, there's so much that I could say just from that. I'm also just thinking of, total side note, have you ever seen on on YouTube, there's this um, guy, I can't remember what his name is, I'll have to dig it out and find it. And he does this sort of skit called Companies Coming. Have you seen it? And <laughs> he's dressed not, up as a woman yeah. and he's <laughs> running around and going like, don't make the bed, just hide the whole thing. We don't have time. It can't look like anyone lives here. And anyway, in our house, we have that. Can we do the Companies Coming thing? Well, every, and my daughter and I go around it. hiding yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. But I totally hear you on that. You know, we will always sort of occupy the amount of time we give ourselves for something. And so setting up your business, building your business with a view of, oh, I'll scale back later is such a fallacy. Um, yeah. And it just doesn't really work that way. There was a, a TED talk that I listened to once, actually, and the woman said the two 
key components of a successful project are number one a really great idea and number two not quite enough time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I thought that that's just so interesting isn't it but I feel really um grateful um that when I was building my own business I had kind of made the the hours side of things just that non-negotiable from the outset because like you were saying then it meant that I had to think differently like you were just talking about the need to innovate it comes sooner. Whereas if you've got kind of, if you're going to give a ton of time over to your business, then it doesn't make you as sharp with some of your decision-making. It doesn't force you to innovate because you can just use up your time as a resource rather than having to think, well, how could I get this done? How could I make this happen? Yeah, I love that. I love the intentionality really that you're kind of talking about there that people need to bring. You know, know, I think it's, and there's a lot of business leaders that are talking about this. I think Elon Musk is also one that says, like, take your 10-year goal and make it happen in six months. What would have to be true for it to be effective in six months? And it just changes the way you think. What would have to be true to have your dream business if you only had 10 hours a week? Or if you only had five hours for, like, working on the business and the other hours were for client work or for doing your actual, your gift, your genius, right? Mm. It it changes the parameters and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, it really changes the way you start to look at what your options are, how you get creative, when you invest in support, how important systems and like tools and templates and structure and like shortcuts and hacks become to to really put you in your best. And I think it also helps us get rid of some of our, our big Achilles heels, which can be perfectionism. We'll spend three hours writing the perfect post that honestly, in 20 minutes, it was really good and could have probably been okay to go out the door, right? So it it also helps take a little bit of that uh, inner critic you just don't have time for it at some stage if you're if yeah. you're really intentional and and setting clear boundaries for yourself around each each piece of your business that you you need to have happen. Yeah. And that can actually be that's one of the kind of unique challenges of people earlier in business, I think as well. Like if you don't have a full client load yet, whatever full looks like to you, you can spend three hours on a social media <laughs> post. And it just doesn't serve you to though. So you kind of like the sooner you can be operating in your business, whether that's you know, from day one or whether it's from whichever stage you're at in your business, the sooner you can start operating in alignment with the kind of balance that you want to be living into and start making it happen and living it now rather than it being like a goal that you're working towards, actually make it the thing that you're doing, you know. Yeah, um, it's it's hard. It's easier said than done. I will, I will yes. totally, totally yeah. confess that like when you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I don't have a client yet what do I do at this time? Like, you're going to have a lot of stories come up about what you should be doing. Shooting, 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 shooting is is huge. Um, I just think having awareness and having a plan for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. And having the mindset support through those sorts of times as well. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Um, and so, yeah. So what I would love the listeners to really take from, from, from just this point particularly is kind of like, what are you telling yourself about what is possible around balance and making money? Like, are you telling yourself that, you know, you're not seeing the results that you would like yet because you don't have enough time? Or are you telling yourself that you'll spend less time in your business when you get to a certain point? Or are you buying into the belief that you can't have a flexible business that's part-time and be making lots of money? Like really take this opportunity to examine some of those limitations that you're kind of putting around this idea that, you know, balance is absolutely there, but it has to be uh, curated and cultivated. I always say, Balance never happens by accident. Nobody, <laughs> but nobody just goes, oh my goodness, look at this really balanced business. I just happened to create pure fluke 
no one so no one ever basically yeah i think that's that's, a fair reminder (laughs) that's a little bit of kind of like what we see in terms of um some of the things holding women back from from actually even making the moves to put them to get that balance in place whilst building their business um okay so what i'd love us to dig into next Katrina, is that we're going to be sharing, you know, what you feel are the kind of exact systems that that mums in business need if they want to be creating balance whilst making bank. (laughs) Um, But when those systems aren't in place so that whoever, you know, um, is listening can identify with whether this is something that they need to be focusing on or not, whether this is like the thing that's um, standing between them and the balance with the results hand in hand. How does that show up? How do they know that they need to put some new systems in place? How do, mm. What is the kind of fallout of not having those systems? Yeah, what are the symptoms of a non-systemized yes. business, if you will? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think this is something a lot of people are going to feel and like just like notice more than more than anything. It's it's kind of that internal pressure of like not at a time, not at a time, not getting to all my things. Like I think that if that voice is running in your head, that's that's because we we haven't structured something in a good way or set new expectations around that. I think it's the putting the kids to bed and then like going back to the laptop and like working, working, working and, and not holding the boundaries of really the hours that you want. And like any free time goes towards the business. I think that's a, Mm. yeah, that's a real, to me, that's a flag. That's an opportunity to, to do some things differently and to, again, take a, take a more intentional look at where your time's going in the business. I think it's extra stress if you feel like you're always in your inbox or always responding to messages or always wondering where the money's coming from or like when's the next bill coming in or like did so-and-so pay. If you have like, I don't know what's happening in my business thoughts, that's a, <laughs> that's a really good indicator. There's some opportunities to, to clean some of that up and to, to give yourself just the peace of mind of knowing that stuff is happening on track and in a predictable and consistent way, right? Um, I think if you feel reactive in your business, if like things are coming at you and then you always have to deviate to go address things versus stay on track with what you intended to do with your time, like that's an opportunity, right? Yes. I hear that one a lot from women. I hear a lot of the like, oh, I really want to be doing this like particular business building thing, but I feel like I'm always just over here taking care of this. Always just something comes up. Yeah, Yeah. 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 So to me, those are things that we can get ahead of with like, much better, much better systems, whether it's client systems, team systems, your own personal calendar management system, financial systems, <laughs> like there's, there's about seven different categories of things that I look at in, in the business in terms of where are the opportunities from, from a systems perspective to give you some peace yeah. of mind and time back. But looking at, I guess, sort of just to frame what you're saying there is looking at kind of where's the pain? <laughs> yeah. Where do things feel crunchy? Where does stuff mm. feel like this is not what I wanted my business to feel like? Where are you finding yourself kind of eye rolling or getting frustrated or like wanting to burn it down or <laughs> like questioning yeah. your, your move in entrepreneurship, right? Like, are we all going to have those moments for sure? But it like the, the annoyances, like death by a thousand paper cuts is really kind of the way that I look at, like, where is there a huge opportunity to make your, your life easier and get some space back? Like that's more what to look for. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yes. So if any of those are resonating, ladies, then <laughs> Katrina's got the answers. So <laughs> grab a pen. We can help. Yes. We can there help. is a better way. <laughs>
Hey, I promise. That, I promise. That always is. And it's one of those things. So we're going to share, you know, some of the um, systems that can help create balance in just a second. But often it's one of those things that you can't see it for yourself. Like I've had so many clients that I've been working with who I'm like, why are you doing that? And they're like, I don't know. I just always did it that way. And I'm like, okay, cool. Now here's a more efficient way you know, and they're like, oh my God, I can't believe I was wasting all of that time, you know, chasing down invoices, or I was wasting all of that time playing appointment tennis with somebody. And and it's not their fault. It's not a place of like shame for not knowing these things. It's, yeah. we don't know what we don't know. And, exactly. <laughs> and often, like I said, if we're down in the weeds or, you know, we can't actually have that bird's eye view. And that's why it's so beneficial to have somebody else to be able to be in the back end of your business sometimes or having that kind of like bird's eye view of being able to join up some of the dots that sometimes we just can't see for ourselves and especially if it's you know not a business that we've had for a super long period of time um you know we don't know what we don't know until someone's like kindly kind enough to point it out and just be like hey you're gonna save yourself a lot of time or stress (laughs) or bandwidth if you actually just made this move over here you know yeah I think that's super true like we we should celebrate the fact that we're doing this and we're, we're trailblazing we're building our own things but anything outside of your immediate experience you're never going to have awareness of unless you're in community or you have a mentor you have somebody with outside perspective to offer offer an alternative yes. offer an alternative but offer you know the questions of oh that's interesting now can you tell me why you're doing things that way because we don't we don't know any other way when we're, yeah. when we're building so and i feel normal. so grateful that i have that for myself so um, the listeners all know that you know I'm part of a mastermind. It's what you know I, I walk the talk as well. You know I invest in the things that I think are important. So I'm part of a mastermind, and within that we have access to my coach's COO. So she has that kind of sort of systems based approach. So sometimes just hearing her talking about something, I'm like, oh my goodness. I need to get the team doing that. Or, oh my goodness, that's not something we thought about. Or being on calls with my peers and listening to them being supported around something sometimes is just the thing that I would never have known to question that in my business, or I would never have known that that was even a thing. Oh, we're doing that now. Well, that makes a ton of sense. <laughs> Let me find out more, you know? And that's why I feel really grateful to personally have that kind of support around me that um, has enabled me to make those kind of moves and to keep my balance intact as my business has grown. You know, um, it's not just something that you kind of create and it's once and done. You need to kind of be sort of moving and evolving as your business grows and the systems have to kind of support that, presumably, right? Yeah, I would agree. We're always iterating and improving and even just thinking about 1% improvements on a regular basis. By the time you stack those up over time, you have a vastly different experience in your business. But to your point, it's not a process that changes necessarily. There's always going to be slight improvements we can make as we learn and kind of observe like what's working, what's maybe not working as well as we want. Or we have a new conversation, right? With the mentorship of the communities, with other people who have different perspectives or different experiences to offer something new for us. Exactly. Yes. Totally agree. Okay. So let's get into it. Everyone's like, oh my God, just tell me what just are they, what to do? What are the systems <laughs> I need to create balance in my business? What do you Perfect. think are the, the systems that people need? So I 
again, I typically coming from an architecture background, that is sort of my, my purview. Um, I'm an ex-architect. So I really think in terms of like all things working together, um, having like the bigger picture, 360 degrees of looking at all the angles of your business and even, you know, reverse engineering things into the direction and the ultimate vision that you want. Right. My, my brain likes to dissect and then reassemble. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's how we do. So yeah. as I started looking at systems and again, I've been in various businesses over the last decade and a half, I, I really bucket them into seven sort of categories within there there's little nuances of of specific areas to to really try to systemize and the streamline in your business so i typically will start with kind of like the planning like the big picture where's your time going do we have a calendar appointment system in there because that's as we already sort of like loosely reference a huge time suck um but even in terms of your ideal schedule, right? Like what boundaries are you setting around your keep a calendar system? Is it shared or is it just you? And then people always have to ask you for availability. Like, are we, are we leveraging tools so that you can stop playing again, back and forth tennis with checking things and doing things? Get yourself out of having to be your own PA as well. Yeah. 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 So, and, and the, the idea of being intentional, right? I think not to get belabored and bogged down by goals, like the intensity and the weight of that. But I do think setting intentions for what the next priority, what the next the next right step for you is, like where you want things to go from a planning perspective is really important. Because if we're just cycling aimlessly <laughs> without a clear direction, like you're going to get somewhere, not sure if it's where you want to get to. So I do think that intentionality is really important as some sort of a planning system. And then like, a space or a rhythm in which you come back to that, reevaluate and iterate and like kind of adjust. So that's that's planning. I think on the the marketing and the sales side, attraction and conversion, those are the, the next two buckets that tend to cause a lot of stress for for people, but there's also so many tools. So I think on the attraction side, a good content marketing and repurposing system. Yes. Oh my goodness, yeah. that is a game Huge. changer. I remember when I was in the earlier stages of my business, when I hadn't sorted that out for myself and when I didn't have team support yet. And I just felt like I was drowning trying to know where I was posting what and when. And I, it was like a nightmare (laughs) until I figured a system out. And then I was like, oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And it's, it can start with just even like, if you're in early stages of business, like how do you plan your content and batch it so that you're not every day, like on the spot trying to come up with, because that's exhausting, right? We can be much more efficient if we, we give ourselves some structure and again, some planning ahead of time and just take that extra step early and then build, build an easy system of prompts, an easy system of a calendar, an easy schedule, plug in the tools for that. And then eventually, yeah, absolutely. We can leverage team. We can start repurposing. We can scale into like next levels of that to save even more time, which is fantastic. That's a lovely place to get to. I can't tell you how fun it is to get to that level. Um, But in the meantime, we can both speak from personal experience. (laughs) (laughs) In the meantime, even as a solo, you can set yourself up for just a little better systems on like the marketing and visibility side. Right. So I think that's a piece. And then the surprising area, I think people make sales and like conversions more challenging and they try to do everything manually and they try to like, uh, we get in our head around sales when it can be very simple. It can be <laughs> set up payments. We don't have to negotiate. We don't have to offer specials. We don't have to like get bogged down. I think we could literally set it up to where clients can go and sign and pay and then they get an automatic welcome and then they get all the instructions they need. So you're not doing this manually over and over every time. So Sales conversions and onboarding for me is a huge opportunity for a lot of yes. people to just figure out how do you want this to feel and design the experience and then just build it so that you do it once and then it it's working for you. Because I think we lose a lot of energy there. Yeah, for sure. And I've even seen like, you know, 
um, situations where people are accidentally, just because, again, it's never that person's fault. So, you know, if any of these are resonating, like, you know, you won't be the first person, like it probably happened to me too, you know. Um, but it's until we kind of like have it pointed out or have that sort of the the light to shine on it for us, then we just don't know. But accidentally creating barriers to sales mm. mm-hmm. because you don't have a kind of efficient, slick system in place that um, makes it just as easy as possible for somebody to, for example, book a discovery call with you and know where they're showing up and feel ready for it there there's so much that you can do to actually you know ease the sale and you know impart that level of comfort to somebody and remove barriers because sometimes especially if it's something high ticket people have their own mindset stuff and they want to work with you and they're scared of booking that appointment and you know if we if we have a really clunky system and they've got to go here and then go there and then wait yeah. for you to email back and then you're stressed because it was three days and you know we can end up just accidentally really creating barriers to sales and I always think of like a systems around anything on the sales and marketing front is I always think of it like I'm smoothing the channel of abundance yes. here. I'm making it just as easy for that abundance to fly into me as is humanly possible, you know? Yeah, because you bring up a good point. Like, it's not just about, systems aren't just about your experience as a business owner. Like, a lot of times it's about your team's experience, about your prospect's experience, your client's experience, anybody that's, like, partnering with you. It's actually beneficial for everybody I've, I've had people that couldn't figure out where's the booking like it wasn't activated they had to dm and then they had to go find a land and they, it, it just gets bogged down because we we aren't again with intentionality making it okay to just have have a system in place we we, we make a lot of judgments around well it must be personal i must give personal attention i must do this i must mm-hmm. or yeah. like, <laughs> or we could look at what actually serves you and your people best and design something that actually fits that and then let it work for you. Yeah, I read something recently as well, which was a kind of really interesting fact about the um, when how important it is the first communication after somebody's purchased from you that um, that really makes them feel either like they did make the right decision or worried that they didn't. You know, especially if you've got something that's kind of higher ticket and people have had to make a bit of a personal stretch in you know investing in themselves. Um, then if there's a rocky system after that or lack of system and it takes you a few days to even acknowledge that they've purchased or whatever, um, then it doesn't kind of create that beautiful start to the relationship and and build that trust from the outset that, you know, could then flower into like a really long-term client relationship. And I'm not saying that, you know, if we make like a, you know, there's room for human error and there's room for mistake and stuff, of course, right? But um, but it's just there's that opportunity there and something as small as that is just making sure that, you know, that is automated and it's really good, you know. Yeah. Um, it can make just, it, some of these things are actually sometimes small to put into place but make a really big difference. Um, yeah, I love this. And so planning, rhythm, marketing, yeah, we definitely need systems around marketing, attracting and converting for sure. Um, What else do you see as the systems that create balance? Yeah, the sneaky one that most people don't prioritize is like their communication systems. Mm -hmm. Like, so what are, what are the rules? (laughs) What are these structures and expectations and boundaries around which you're going to communicate with prospects, with team, (laughs) with clients? Mm -hmm. Like you can, you can structure 
these things as well. And when I say systems, I'm not only talking about automations in a lot of these animals. It's, it's, it's really setting the intention for, again, what's the best experience for everybody involved. And sometimes so, it's just literally a boundary as much as anything, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's literally a boundary and expectation. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if, to your example of like when a client comes aboard the first communications, if, if part of that communication is, here's how I work with my clients. Here's where we're going to hold our meetings. Here's how we're going to communicate together between sessions. If it's a service-based organization, here's the expected response time you can expect from me. Here's when I'm loosely available, my hours. Here's when I'm not available because I'm doing family. Like setting these up in the beginning and then sticking to it is super helpful. But then using using tools, using calendaring systems, using turning off notifications, like reinforcing mm-hmm. that for yourself as part of the system is so, so valuable. Oh my goodness. Yes. Everything that you just said. I'm co-signing on all of it. Um, yeah, I I have had so many strict conversations with some of my clients about what what are you letting your people do here? You know, like I've had clients come to me who they're like, oh, I'm just so drained. The business is taking so much from me. And I'm like, let's talk about it. Where is that going? You know, we start with where's the pain, like you were saying. And so often it's like, oh, and then I've got this client sending me WhatsApp messages at 11 p.m. and expecting reply. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Um, and then they're then they're emailing me and then they're texting me and I'm like, no, we have one place where we communicate exactly. with the clients. We get really clear on, you know, what that looks like and things. And it comes from a well-intentioned place often um, yeah, of absolutely. wanting to, to be of, of yeah. service. Yeah. But actually the thing um that I think I'd love everybody to take from that is that actually the, you know, these systems, the reason why they're the systems that create balance is because um, they create balance for you so that you are able to maintain your energy so that you can continue to serve, right? So that's not actually serving in a beautiful way if you're, you know, don't have a system around communication, particularly with your clients, and you don't have the boundaries in place, then you're giving too much of yourself, then you're depleted, then you have less to give, you know, that's not a sustainable business. And so it can come from a place of service, but it actually ends up biting service in the ass. <laughs> it's, actually. it's a hard one, right? Because we're, we're all very heart-centered and we, we got yeah. into what we're doing to help people. And I think that's, again, that's super beautiful. But you can do that within boundaries and actually setting the boundaries is going to challenge a client to get their own ish together a little bit better and also be more resourceful and more resilient. And I mm-hmm. think we're only doing a service and we help everybody move up in those skill sets and be more responsible to themselves as well as the relationship that you have with clients. So I think it's a can be mentally challenging to get on board with that, but such a benefit to yeah. everybody's sanity. And it's, and it's so different from what we're kind of programmed into in Mm. in, for those of us who've been in the corporate space you know it's about being available and showing that you're online at a certain time and all this bs you know (laughs) (laughs) those of you who can't see my face in the podcast you just saw the very painful grimace flash across of memories of corporate life anyway no (laughs) playing that game of who stays the latest you know like oh gross (laughs) yeah yeah i love that that is such a big one because that really ruins balance and um, something that I talk about all the time is that balance is a feeling not a neat parceling of hours right. and there's nothing that's going to make you feel less balanced than feeling like your work is being dragged all over your day and you know um whether it's the notification going off from the client at 11 p.m or whether it's like feeling like you can't 
go online without, you know, like maybe one of your clients is at you in the Instagram DMs and then another one's in an email and then another one, you know, like these are the things that actually really impact balance. But actually it quite straightforward, practically speaking, to put in place something like the, the boundaries and the systems around communication, right? That's going to make It's a delightfully simple solution to implement. So you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, you may need some mindset support to feel okay. Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the actual action piece is a really like quick win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's, a, that's probably that. the quickest one. And I would say same thing for clients as for team. So I've seen a lot of owners as they're scaling and starting to bring on resources and team. Again, not setting up a hub of communications and expectations around that and clear you know, mm-hmm. windows of time they need to have turnaround with team and vice versa and what the expectations on communications around those products are, how they're file sharing. Can we have it all in one platform, right? Instead of some emails, some text, some WhatsApp, some this, some that, some like, mm. oof, all over. Um, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> same, same. Yes. It's just so. as important with team. Yeah. 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 And also style of communication there as well. It kind of like has to fit, you know, with the expectations and how you're sitting some of the, setting some of these systems up, you know, like, do you, you know, how how updated are you feeling around things? Because, you know, if you're if you've got a team member, but you're wondering if they're doing their job, like rather than feeling like they've got a system, they've got a process they're working to, they've got a you've got you guys have got an established system of communication so that you know, then you get to relax into that support rather than feeling like, do I need to check up on them? Have they actually yeah, done it? I'm worried yeah. it's not going out on time. Again, you go and get the team member to try and create some of the balance, but if, if some of these systems are missing yeah and you don't actually achieve anything hiring a team without a system in place or without the intention to build it as their first step of onboarding is one of the bigger stress points that yeah. counteracts any balance yeah. you may have created or were hoping to create with that hire in my <laughs> yeah. experience yeah yeah for sure and then and then people can get into that terrible space of Oh, I, just easier when I was doing it myself. Exactly. And then we just go back to the overwhelm yeah. DIY because we didn't have the tools or have the structure, have the systems, yeah. have the have the the railroad tracks in place to actually be able to move forward effectively with team, which is a huge piece. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing about all of this is that, like, you know, if even if you even if you managed team in like a, de- a, a corporate job before you started your business, how you manage team in your own business is actually very different. And again, these are the sorts of things that you know people aren't getting taught. We're not going through some kind of like online business school. And even if you did something like I don't know B school, I haven't done it, but like I'm imagining some of these things aren't in there, right? Correct. So these are the things that it's not it's not your fault if you're like, oh my god, that's me. But it's like okay. What am I doing to get the support around this? What am I doing to, you know, have somebody look at this with me and identify some of these areas where there's an opportunity for me to create a ton of balance by getting some of these simple systems in place, you know? Yeah, I think that's, you know, in my experience of working with all sorts of business owners over years of all different stages, it's it's just not most people's nature to be where to think like a systems brain. Like most of us aren't innately engineers. Like that's just not... How yeah, especially like people like service. you and all of us. Yeah, that's yeah. why it's really <laughs> helpful to to get somebody to come in and take a look under the hood of what you got going on, talk through what you really want to experience, what you're currently experiencing, and and look at some of the gaps there and identify those quick wins, areas to streamline, simple tools to implement. You know, it can be as simple as again notifications going off, or an out of office message, or like mm. a different calendar block, or you know, a booking plugin or an autoresponder, you know, there's, there's so many small things that can give you so much space 
just so by the intention peace. to look at them. Yeah. 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 I love that. Um, did you have more systems? You know, the others are, are really about um, profits, like looking at the actual mechanics of the business, because we can't ignore numbers and money, even though a lot of us have a lot of charge around some of these things. Yes. So I do think systems to review those, to review them with somebody who actually understands uh, the business model and business finance and when it's time to invest, when it's time to do some different structural things for yourself, how much to pay yourself. Better have a system for that. How much, how to pay your team. Let's have a system for that. So we're not like all over the place. So there's the money systems and then really the growth systems, which is team hiring, onboarding, offboarding, and really managing capacity. So that's for like the business owners who are kind of advancing up and scaling up, like getting, getting some of those things dialed in is, is really helpful because people in the communications can be the biggest stress on, on time and balance mm-hmm. at that stage of the game. So. And they can, yeah, if, if you don't have some of those growth systems in place, then you can really actually prevent yourself from growing and really hit Correct. kind of glass ceiling there. Yeah, for sure. Or just um, spin your wheels a lot of time and energy hiring, not fit, hiring, not fit, getting frustrated to your point, like taking back on the work yourself, just kind of really stalling out and causing a lot of burnout is, is one of the symptoms I see of not having those systems quite in place. And those are the hard ones if you've never done it. Yeah. It just manifests out of the air, right? need to do. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, just going back one, though, um, let's talk about money super quickly. Mm. And mm-hmm. what do you think are some of the systems around money that create balance? So one of my favorites, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the book Profits First. Yes, But it's sure. a it's a money management system where you really, and you start thinking about what you need, but you get all of your money gets a purpose. Like X percent always goes to you and you do it twice a month or you do it on a regular schedule and you like actively manage and move your money. You can also automate some of this, but it's been really empowering for me and for the clients that I've worked with to, to know each like portion and percentage of the dollars has, has a purpose in the business and it's all going to where it needs to go. And so then everything's already allocated. Like, you know how much you have for team, you know how much you have for yourself. You, you're paying yourself as well yes. in a systematic and regular yes. basis, which I find we sometimes omit out of stress or fear or scarcity mm-hmm. or some mindset things. And mm-hmm. it's so easy to get into a cycle of just, I've had women come to work with me who've been in business for quite a long time. The business has been making quite a bit of money and they're like, I need to come and work with you because I'm not actually paying myself. And I feel yes. embarrassed to say that. And I'm like, yeah. that's fine. But it's more common it than out. you would think, you guys. So if you're yeah. listening, this happens yeah. all the time, especially for women. <laughs> like, yes. We will pay everybody else except yes. ourselves. And then it just so, has yeah. a habit, yeah. habit of continuing. You'd be surprised how far along somebody can get without like you know like revenue wise and still either not paying themselves or not paying themselves sufficiently or a lot you know um i even know of people um you know i've witnessed people who are kind of you know at a similar revenue level as me in business who are making like next to nothing and you just think like wow uh, you can just keep dragging that forward it's like the time thing we talked about right if you if you assume eventually you're just going to have the extra for yourself you'll pay yourself later the answer is no, you won't. Like you really need to build in a system where you're paying yourself as you go and that will grow as you grow if you set it up like on a percentage basis, for example, like the profits first. Um, but there's there's lots of options on how to do it, but I'm just saying it's not a magic pill. You're not just going to get to like X figure and all of a sudden there's extra for you if you didn't mm. build it mm-hmm. in from the beginning. Intentionally, yeah, for sure. And actually that really impacts balance because if you're not feeling like you're getting compensated, yes, for the time that you're putting into your business, then it's just so easy to fall out of love with it because ultimately, yes, 
you know, I'm sure everybody listening started their business because they wanted to help someone, like we said, because we are heart-centered people and we love to serve. But also you started your business because you want to make money. Don't apologize for that. Yeah. <laughs> that is like, you know, a requirement. Yeah. Um, but if you end up either not paying yourself or not paying yourself enough or well enough or feeling like that's always out of reach, it really actually throws your feeling of balance in the business because the, it's not actually fair you know yeah um and it's really easy to like i said fall out of love with it and then start feeling kind of frustrated and overwhelmed and depleted but actually part of the problem is is you're not receiving the money that you should be from the business no. so you need yeah. to be setting yourself up to receive from the business and also to feel empowered i think part of the part of the space that good profits and money management systems can create is confidence knowing when you can invest in team knowing that you have what you need to invest in the coach, knowing that you have plenty of sustainable recurring revenues that in between launches or in between cycles, like everything is handled and you don't have to stress about it. Good systems, including the reporting side of that, oh, gives you so much brain space. Yes. <laughs> when, when the money is not a stress factor, huge yes. amounts of space and balance open back up for you. And that that takes some doing if yeah. you're new to money mindset work as well, Absolutely. for sure, because kind of all intertwined in that is how you're feeling about money. If you are afraid of money, if you're not trusting money and you're wanting to bury your head in the sand, then it's easy to not put these systems in place because you're afraid of actually looking at the money. Um, and then you don't really know what the status quo is in your business and you don't know how well it's doing or not. I remember I had this client, it was a couple of years ago now, and she wanted to be making a certain amount of money per month. I think when she first came to work with me, it was like, I just want to be making consistent 5K months. And, you know, she'd been making great progress on how she was selling, how she was showing up with marketing. Um, but she was just still very fearful around money. We were doing the money mindset work. But we were like a few months in and she came to me on one call and she was complaining about the fact that she hadn't hit this money goal and was it ever going to happen? And And I was like, totting up in my head the kind of wins that she'd been sharing on some of these calls. And I was thinking, something doesn't stack up here. And I said to her, well, what have you been bringing in revenue-wise? And she said, I haven't been tracking it. So she didn't have the system. She was like, I confess, I've been hiding from it. And I was like, okay, we're not going to actually talk about the mindset here anymore until <laughs> you've gone and looked at it. Because yep. I have this strong feeling that there's a difference between the fact and the feeling. Hit, what you right? feel your success level is and what the bank account is actually showing. Yeah, we yes. never look at the reports. Yeah, we can make stories up all day long about how Absolutely. successful and successful we are. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is how actually systems and mindset go hand in hand often. They can like, you know, really support one another in both ways, kind of give and take. And so I was like, we can't actually progress, you know, make any progress on this mindset issue until you're actually doing system-based thing of looking at and tracking money so it's like go away come back when you've done that and hadn't she bloody well been making 5k every month <laughs> <laughs> and what did that change right that changes her whole outlook on her business yes. and like what comes next right like that's to your point that's the beauty of having these things and it was really interesting because because she didn't have the system in place she didn't know so she wasn't able to fully receive it or celebrate it because she didn't know. But also because she didn't have the system in place, she wasn't um, actually then enjoying the money. And it was just, 
going on different things with no intentionality, which meant that she wasn't enjoying the spending of it, which we should do too, right? Um, whether that's enjoying paying a team member or enjoying putting some money aside for ourselves for a holiday, whatever that looks like. And so it just felt like to her, like the money had evaporated because there wasn't the intentionality that then comes from with the system. So um, I always just think that that's, you know, just a, such a, a good... I always like draw back on that one particular client, bless her heart. Um, but, you know, I've had many clients go through similar things and then I've quoted the same <laughs> origin client story there to them because this is just how the mindset piece and the systems can be so, work so sort of symbiotically to create the balance and the actual results that we're looking for. Yeah, because a lot of times what you'll find is if you don't have a system in place, Initially, it could be lack of awareness, or it could be a mindset thing around you must be the one doing all the things, or it must be custom, mm -hmm. or it must be perfect, or you can't trust the team to do it, or, you know, insert any number of mindset reason yeah. is oftentimes the block between actually setting a simple system in place, right? Thinking you need to be perpetually available is why you're not using the calendar app. Thinking you need to always be responsive is why you're not setting a boundary around communications like mm. communication systems in place, right? So mm -hmm. they they absolutely do inform each other. One that I hear is like, oh, I'm just not tech savvy, so I don't know mm. how to put that in place. That's also that's a story. Most of yes. these things are real easy. <laughs> and if not, there's people that can help with them. So there's always solutions. Like I, that's part of my architecture with heritage, I think is just the creative problem solving. Mm -hmm. we're, we're designed to create solutions and for me in like four dimensions right like physically in space within systems and tools but also over time and envisioning mm -hmm. how these solutions manifest over time is just a big piece of how my brain works and how I approach business and life and I think it's it's so interesting to find people if it's not your skill set right you're not supposed to be good at all the things like I think that's also a fallacy yes. when we're running business uh, you're probably listening to all these is like oh god I don't even know where to start with all the stuff you're talking about brilliant you don't have to know where to start you don't that's need to know where, where to start yes yeah. Huh? Yeah. that's totally fine there are again mentorship coaches yeah. communities VAs Come work like with tech us. support we'll sort you out. there's, yes. there's <laughs> many 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 avenues to get help in these key areas and again you don't have to find one person to help you in all of them you can actually find people help in each of these because that's their specialty and I think that's that's good permission to not feel the pressure of I'm doing so many things wrong I'm missing all the things my business is failing because I don't have systems I said it was necessary yes and like no <laughs> just don't stop beat the, yourself up stop the chatter yeah. train like you're super normal. You're superhuman. We all learn these things. Most of us trial by fire. I will not pretend ever that my first business was a beautiful systemized machine. No, actually, I ended up hiring coach and learning some of these things after a year and a half of struggle busing, could not figure out why I wasn't making any money and why I was running in circles, why yep. it was magically happening. And it was, it was really learning about business fundamentals and some of these systems pieces that like clicked my light bulb on and just set me off in a whole, a whole different direction. So don't feel bad if you don't intuitively no. know how I, to do it all. On pretty much every episode of this podcast, I do a little don't beat yourself up. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> there is nothing to be gained for beating yourself up. Nope. If this is if this is resonating, it's always just about, you know, helping to shine a light on how are the ways that we can be having both, having the balance and the money, being the mum and the business owner and not feeling like we have to compromise, right? And and I love that you mentioned that you know, it really comes down to kind of solutions and that solution doesn't have to be, like you don't have to know, oh, the solution is this particular automation. You just have to know that there is a solution and be open to finding the person or finding the thing. That's the thing I like to really consider. 
I think it's Abraham Hicks who talk about being in the vibration of the solution instead of the vibration of the problem, which mm. actually beautifully comes full circle back to what we were talking about right at the beginning of this episode in terms of, you know, when we're kind of coming out of business from, say, for example, restricted hours, rather than seeing that as a problem, making that the the way of driving innovation in our business, of creating a business from the outset or from whichever point you find yourself at with the intention of this is the lifestyle that I'm looking to create here. This is the joy that I'm looking to cultivate. The spaciousness all comes from, you know, being in that, asking those better questions of instead of assuming that we can't do it, of how can I though? And sometimes the simple answer to how can I is I need to find an expert. (laughs) You know, I don't know, but somebody else does. So let me go and have conversations. Yeah. 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 Or just being, sometimes it's as simple as I'm just going to ask the universe to show mm. me what the next step is here. I find, I find I love that the universe really delivers on that for me. Like <laughs> I have this happen all the time where I'm like, I need to find out more about blah. Like the other day I thought, I want to find out more about, this is so random, cryptocurrency. I'm thinking about like wealth building and diversifying on that front. And then literally that day, the universe delivers me via a mastermind a friend of mine, you know, she's like, oh, by the way, I've been dabbling in cryptocurrency. I'm like, of course you have. And of course you're telling me about this today because I decided <laughs> I that yep. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Yep. She's like, I found this really great resource. I'm like, brilliant. Thanks universe. <laughs> you know, um, sometimes it's as simple as that, but when we're in the vibration of the solution, that's when these things come to us. So big high level takeaway. If you're not experiencing balance right now, first of all, decide that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Be in the solution vibration and you know well this episode right here was a gift <laughs> from the universe can i say that can Absolutely. i call us a I think gift you from the universe We're always like, a gift yes. we'll just we'll just name it as such um so um obviously i've let everybody know the exciting news which is that you are now lending your support also to the women who are lucky enough to be inside of the elevated abundance mastermind they get access to your brilliant brain, your insights, your guidance, your help. Um, Just, I'd love you just to kind of like let the listeners know what that will actually kind of like look like. How will you be helping the women inside, you know, the clients, our clients, our joint clients now inside of the Elevated Abundance Mastermind with this kind of side of things with creating systems that create balance? Yeah, brilliant question. This is is what I love to do best. I am bit of a blind spot detector when it comes to like business operations and business systems. So I do a lot of just listening to conversations, talking about what are, what's going well, what's not. Tell me more about that. Why are we doing things this way? Right? A lot of inquiry into uncovering those, aha, like, have you ever considered doing it this way? Or what if we did X? Or what if we found a solution for Y, right? So that tends to be really my MO is, is really tuning in and identifying what I've, I'm just built to see like these key areas of things to look for words the way you're responding to stuff what you say Mm -hmm. about how your time and energy and everything is feeling how things are working in the business what's what's driving a little bit nuts Mm -hmm. um yeah so tuning into those and then asking a lot of questions i don't believe there is one systems answer for every situation right so i do 100 percent believe in it has to be a solution that's tailored to your specific situation needs goals lifestyle all the things. Now, are there a finite set of business principles? Are there, you know, a group of tools or systems or automations or, or these sort of strategies for sure that we can pull from? But I, I think it's about at that stage then adapting it to the specific need of, of the business. Because you, 
at the end of the day, and this is what I love about the way you coach as well, Corey, is we got to create a business that works for you. Yes. There's no one size fits all in entrepreneurship. There's definitely no one size fits all in like lifestyle and online business and motherhood Mm -hmm. and womanhood and like what we envision for our lives. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. No cookie cutters (laughs) round here. (laughs) No, no. And so, so it really is about getting into your big vision again. And we talked Mm -hmm. about this at the beginning. Like, what do you want your business to look like? What are the constraints that we actually see as opportunities? Because it helps us be innovative and use that as a discerning lens to make decisions Mm -hmm. on what's going to work best for you. Getting, getting a hold of that and then applying that to helping find a solution, right? I'm a natural problem solver. I'll make a million suggestions. I have tons of ideas. And then it's about working with you to figure out which one is the one that lights you up and that fits, that fits. Yeah. Which, which one that, yeah, you're like, oh my goodness, yes, that sounds good. Let's explore that. And then you go from there. Yeah. I love that. And I love how you talked earlier as well about kind of like reverse engineering, because one of the activities I often get clients to do, of course, is like lifestyle design. It starts with that vision of like, how do you want to be operating? Like if an ideal week in life and motherhood and business, what does that look like to you? Like go and create that, paint it. Do you know what I mean? Like get into it and then bring it to Katrina and she's going to yeah. say, okay, here's how. <laughs> here's A, B, C, or D. Which one sounds the best? Okay, let's go with yeah. it, right? Yeah, yeah let's make that, that your reality. Yeah. Yeah. That's super fun. And I will say to even just share a little bit of my background, I, I absolutely do believe in reverse engineering and having that vision for what you want. But I also know sometimes the mindset isn't quite ready to believe things are possible. So we don't always let ourselves say what it is that we actually want. So this goes back to where things have to work hand in hand. Um, but I will say that if if it were possible to have your amazing dream life, cool. Let's let's start with that. And then what would have to be true? And then we can build, we can build systems, tools, solutions from there. And that's a really it's a fun place to play. I I I'm a living, walking, breathing lifestyle design. So that's my that's my jam too. I just happen to use a lot of systems to make it my reality. That's yeah, my mechanism. So that's the so. thing is you live this as well. It's not just kind of like, oh, you're kind of telling people how to create systems for balance and then meanwhile working 80 hour weeks. No, no, I'm currently currently in Mexico where I just found a lovely apartment. I take art classes a couple of days a week. So I'm doing lots of tours on the weekends. Like I've literally built myself a life that is so flexible and amazing. And I get to serve people and earn really amazing money and have like the other pieces that are important to me. So it's been a couple of years in the making and like iterating to get to this point, but it's all possible, all possible. It's all possible. There are no limits. This is the Limitless Mother podcast, right? Correct. So <laughs> it's all possible. <laughs> and I'm going to be, I'm going to be coming to you for tips when I take my business on the road, when we have our family gap year for sure, just for that Absolutely. kind of like, okay, I've been doing flexibility whilst home-based, but this is going to actually have to look different now when we're also traveling around potentially Europe and beyond so yeah beautiful parameter to find new solutions and problem solve for so yes and that's the thing that's the thing that I I really like love about you is that you just so buy into it and 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 live it in the same way that I do that we you know we know because it is also our truth that that we get to have our version of it all whatever that means without having to do it all right <laughs> we get to you know to have the flexibility the spaciousness the you know the the room for stuff that we want to do just for shits and giggles in life not not just because it's productive all the time we get to have that and have the successful business and we just that isn't a message that you know 
any of us grew up with, I'm guessing. Nope. <laughs> and so kind of rebellious <laughs> over here doing it in this way. But you know, this is what I this is what I love about you is that you're just so on the same page as me around that as well. And that also I just really love that we both really see how these things fit together is, you know, we have to have both. We have to have the systems and the boundaries and the structure actually creates freedom and creates yes. balance, but we have to also back it up with the mindset. Like we can't have one and not the other. You can't just go and go to town working on your mindset and then show up all loose and baggy in your business, you know. <laughs> and expect to feel expansive. Yeah. Like yeah. mindset is beautiful, but you also need to back it up with some structure and and vice versa. And then like work on the mindset that like will allow you to then expand it in the new space that you have. Because it's it's gonna be a back and forth. It's gonna be a back and forth as you grow. Oh yeah, for sure. I've had some mindset homework that I've set to clients just even really recently of take Monday off. Yeah. Don't do anything productive. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, it's a big mm-hmm. part of it. They're like, but can I? One of one of my clients was like, I I, I cleaned my son's bedroom. Like that doesn't count. Do it again. Have another Monday <laughs> off. I'm gonna keep prescribing Mondays off until yep. it feels comfortable. Systems, make sure stuff is handled, and then mindset work to actually enjoy the space you're creating and get to the next place. Yeah, it's it's totally in tandem. Yeah. yeah, totally has to work together. Oh, this has been such a fun conversation, Katrina. Thank you so much for coming and really breaking some of these things down. And I think, you know, I'm hoping that really the biggest takeaway here is that it's possible you can create balance regardless of your circumstance, your business. It needs to be tailored to you because that's something you and I very much believe in in terms of, you know, it's not this kind of cookie cutter, one size fits all situation. Um, but that there are there are solutions. Always You're just gotta embrace the fact that they exist, first of all. And and also I would just offer a word of encouragement as well as we've talked about lots of different types of systems today. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Like I didn't create Correct. all the systems that I have <laughs> from day one. I still probably need some in some areas, like that, you know. It's it's a an, an ongoing and evolving thing. And a lot of the things we've been talking about aren't actually hard, don't take a lot of time to put into place. Um, but also we should be just going at them in a kind of layered approach. It's like, don't feel like One you have to put all of this <laughs> into place. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And that's something that we help like clients with is kind of focusing on, okay, this is the one that you're focusing on right now. Let's get this one working. Then we'll talk about the other, you know, the next one. So Yep. No, no rush on these things. And and again, there's plenty of time to do one piece at a time and enjoy the space that's created after each of those steps. I think that's also part of the process is we're so wired to just check boxes and, and do all, all the things and want to get it all done now. That's not always the end goal, right? Sometimes <laughs> enjoying the process and like taking a moment to appreciate the thing you just created for yourself is actually really valuable in the big yes. picture of loving your business in the long term. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I so agree with that. There's there's such a feeling that if we're not careful of like, oh, I'm going to suddenly arrive somewhere and then enjoy things. No, <laughs> no. It's our job oh. to enjoy it today. <laughs> <laughs> today, please. That's your today, permission slip. Yep. Yes. We just both signed it. Um, just before we wrap up, I would love to know, what do you think is, so for anybody listening, what could be their next step? Like having listened to this today, if they're like, wow, yes, I can see that if I want to create some balance in my business, in my life, I'm going to need some systems. What should be the first step? I, mean, I think it goes back to when we talked about some of the symptoms of not having systems, right? Like I would I would tune in to where you feel the friction or where you feel not expansive or where you feel 
a little crunchy or, or like your time and energy is out of your control. To me, that's like usually the first place. And then like, what's one way you can make this better, right? If we're, if we're always custom writing an email, can we make a template. If we're going back and forth with booking appointments, can we just get a free call booking system for now and like have a thing, right? Like what's the one thing to make that one piece that's annoying easier and start there? Yeah. Identify the most annoying piece and then yeah. set about finding what's one thing I could do to yeah. make that better. Yeah. I love that. That really kind of like brings it back into something sort of tangible that somebody can go and do today and actually yeah. start reaping the reward of that and actually feeling, you know, more confident having done that, that then you get to go and build in the next step or build something on it, you know? Yeah. I love that. That's one of those annoying, like five minutes today to sit and think about your business and think on the business and think about your experience in the business and make that one tweak is going to save you five hours, 50 hours, exponential amount of headaches, like all the things. And that's what it starts to, to really add up over time is like these little bitty pieces that will really start to feel expansive once they, once they're rolling in the business. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that because it, it starts to then also cultivate that habit potentially just by doing it once, then you see the benefit. So then you can kind of start to create into a habit of zooming out yeah. and taking a little moment, getting out of the reactive mode, looking a little bit proactively at your business, you know? Yep. That's where, that's where, that's where all the magic happens is in that kind of zoomed out mode a lot of the time, isn't it? Yeah. Which is when you're in it, you don't have a lot of space for that. Yeah. That's why we keep just running in circles, but that extra space, you have to give yourself just a little time to look objectively at your business as a whole and really tune into how you're feeling and what's feeling not amazing is so, 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 so valuable to get back to a proactive and intentional, intentional yes. way of operating. Yes. Oh my goodness. Amen to that. Yes. Thank you so much, Katrina. Thank you for being so generous with your time and your expertise today. And I just feel so excited to hear feedback from everybody. If you've enjoyed today's episode, definitely take a screenshot of this, share it on Instagram, tag us. I'm at Corey Javid on Instagram. Katrina, you are? At Katrina Cobb one And you can find me pretty much anywhere. Yay. Thank you so much. We would love to know like what was your biggest takeaway um, and also just share it because we need to get this message out that balance is possible. Yes, as a mother. Yes, as a business owner, especially as a mother and a business owner. So let's save more mothers from the belief that we can't have it all. So sharing is caring. <laughs> Thank you so much for your time, Katrina. Absolutely, Corey. A pleasure. Oh, my days. How good was that? Aren't you just obsessed with Katrina like I am now? I know. <laughs> So if you loved our conversation today, like I said, um, I'm going live inside of Facebook on Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday with Tonya, 10am, Thursday with Katrina, 8pm. Come and bring your questions that you have having listened to these episodes. Um, and in the meantime, if you want to peek inside of Katrina's systems brain to see what might be missing in your business, grab her free business systems checklist for service providers and see what opportunities are lurking there for you to operate and scale with more ease. You know, we love some ease. Um, we're going to pop the link right there inside of your show notes. So if you know where those are in your podcast player, you can give those a poke. Um, and also, over on the website you can find them at corriejavid.com forward slash podcasts forward slash katrina and that's with a k and never forget my love you are limitless bye for now
So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Corrie Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.